You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for On Point with Victor. Oh, I just love that music, ladies and gentlemen. That is the music of Pointless. (laughs) And that does not mean that this show is going to be pointless. (laughs) I will do my best. I will do my best. Uh, Folks, it is great to be here. There is so, 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 so much to get here. So let uh, let me get the office stuff out of the way. This is America's Web Radio. You are tuned in to On Point with Victor. I am Victor there is and we're going to get this ball rolling folks we do not we don't have any time to waste today um i'm going to be talking probably so fast today that there might be a little spanish so for those of you out there who can speak spanish uh welcome to the show bienvenidos al mi mi show Uh, vamos a practicar today (laughs) i'm just going to stop there because i'm getting some weird looks now (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah. And the IT manager is afraid I'm going to start talking about soccer. So, <laughs> But I promise if I talk a little bit about soccer, I'll bring up hockey too. Um, but there is so much to get to today. Um, man, ladies and gentlemen, I, I just um, I couldn't wait to get here, especially after this circus of a caucus that we saw last night unfold in Iowa. So I am going to get to that so you do not tune out today. They're going to want to hear my common sense and logic analysis of what's happening in Iowa. Uh, we still don't have results, ladies and gentlemen, unless they have come in since I was on my drive to the radio station. But uh, it's, it, it is quite the circus. Um, so we're going to get to that. I'm going to get to a little bit uh, about these candidates uh, <laughs> that are running for the Democrat nomination. I'm going to get to um, some, some things about impeachment. Uh, that has, if you have you noticed, it's kind of faded away. Uh, this is coming to an end, ladies and gentlemen, finally. Uh, but uh, my goodness, the things that the, the Democrats are about to unleash, uh, you've got to be prepared. So I'm going to get to that, and I'm going to give you some uh, some warnings. I'm going to give you some things to look for. I'm going to give you some of my predictions. Uh, we're just we are chock full today. So so. Hold on, jump on, grab on, uh, pull yourself close to your speaker. You are not going to want to miss a word today. So, I gotta, I gotta take a second here, though. Um, and and I, I, it's tough to start to show out this way, but but I, I have to say something. You know, folks, there. When when I was growing up, uh, my mother used to listen to talk radio. So I remember listening to talk radio since I could. I mean, basically walk, um, and all through school. From kindergarten, you know, all up through high school, my mother would cook dinner every night, Monday through Thursday. And we would, we would have to sit at the table while she was cooking and read to her. Uh, my mother would make us read out of the encyclopedias books. She would make us read out of, uh, do you name it? I mean, she, she would, she, she, but, but it was great. You know, back then I hated it, but, but it was a great thing that she did. Um, it really, really worked on when our, our reading skills and comprehension skills. Uh, but my point is, we would we, amongst these things that we would do, and my mother would make us do, and when we weren't reading, she would have on talk radio. And so I became a lover of talk radio. And two, two of my just my my biggest inspirations for for loving talk radio and for getting into talk radio. The reason I'm here, two people, Neil Bortz 
and Rush Limbaugh. Now, if you haven't heard, Rush Limbaugh announced yesterday that he has advanced stage lung cancer. And ladies and gentlemen, I, I whether you like Limbaugh or not, whether you agree with him or not, I mean, I don't care where you are on the on the on the scale of of politics. Um, this is a good man, and and no one should have to go through what he's about to go through. Um, so I want prayers out there for him. I want uh, thoughts. I want good thoughts. I mean, just trust me. This this is this could happen to anyone. Cancer does not know color. Cancer doesn't care if you're a Democrat. Cancer doesn't care if you're a Republican. Cancer doesn't care if you're black or white or brown. Or Trust me, folks, I know this firsthand because I am a cancer survivor, and I'm knocking on wood right now. But cancer does not discriminate, and it can hit anyone at any time. So please, please keep Rush in your prayers. Keep him in your thoughts. He's going to need all the help he can get because advanced staged lung cancer is awful it is a lung cancer i believe is the second biggest cancer killer in this country so um it's it's a it's a rough thing he's about to go through i want you guys to just just keep him in your thoughts uh because it's going to be tough but i I will tell you that guy pioneered talk radio he he is he really did um everyone that's in talk radio now that does what i do really owes him a debt of gratitude so i just wanted to get that out of the way and wish him my best i mean rush is our friend uh and and everyone in talk radio he he is their friend and and he he's a great guy i look i told you guys some of you who know me really well i went through cancer and i'm a survivor knock on wood uh, i lost a brother to cancer and um, my brother, when we were growing up, died at a young age uh, from leukemia. And Rush Limbaugh has given millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to children's cancer research. Many, many people do not know this. Uh, so that he is a man, and a, and a lot of things about him you would never know because the media won't, would never tell you. But but Limbaugh himself doesn't seek uh, anyone's approval, and he doesn't. He's very humble, believe it or not. Uh, I know on the air he can seem uh, very, uh, you know, very confident. Let's put it that way. But but at behind the scenes, he's a very giving, giving man. And uh, I want to thank him. I want to thank his family for what they've done for children's health care cancer research. So, okay. Now we're, we're going to move on and get into this. We've got so much, so much, so much to get to. And I, and I want to try and bring... A, a common sense and, and logic analysis to, to what to what's going on. Um, uh, first of all, uh, let I guess you know you folks have noticed, noticed because I, I've been getting all kinds of uh, just people comments uh, about the um, the vote to acquit President Trump. Why didn't it happen last week? And and I'll be honest with you, folks. My first instincts when when they voted down on friday the um to not have witnesses which which was the right thing to do and if you listen to my show last week you'll know why if you didn't then be sure to look up my show from last week you can find it on any podcast you can find it on youtube you can find it on americaswebradio.com but take a listen to it because i i talked about uh how this impeachment is is really it it's the defending the constitution it's not about just defending president trump and it is not the Senate's role to call witnesses. It is the Senate's role to adjudicate the evidence that has been put forth in front of them. It is the House job to do the investigation. And that's what happened. And then the Senate did not see requirement to find, to call more witnesses. Now, 
understand, it is it is within the Senate's purview that had they seen evidence that that really really pointed towards calls for impeachment, they could have called more witnesses. That that's their prerogative, but it is not their job to go find and dig up evidence that the House didn't find. It's not their job. When when you come to court as a prosecutor and you don't have the evidence to get past uh, uh, reasonable doubt, it is not the job of the defense to help you find evidence. And that's what the Democrats were trying to do. So on Friday, they voted to not have witnesses. It was the right thing to do. Now, on Friday night, they should have had the second vote to acquit. They should have had the vote to acquit. Uh, that's what I felt, and that's what a lot of other people felt. And But I have come since to find out that it was the White House that asked for a delay. So this kind of caught me by surprise. Uh, apparently, the White House asked for a delay. So they requested that the acquittal vote be held on Wednesday. And the reason that they did this is because they they wanted to put together a smashing, crushing, closing argument on uh, Tuesday, which is today. So I, I think that's fine. I, I hope they know what they're doing. And my point of view has always been do not trust the establishment. You cannot trust the establishment Republicans. I, I, I'm sorry, those of you out there who who are who are really putting uh, Senator Graham on a pedestal and McConnell right now. Trust me, they don't deserve to be on a pedestal. They're only doing their job, and thank God, so far they seem to be doing it. But, but folks, this should have been dismissed in the beginning. We should have never gotten this far, and that's where the establishment Republicans have no backbone. And this is why I always say you can't trust them. Uh, most of them are no friend to Donald Trump. The only reason they're doing what they're doing right now is because they're all scared of their reelection. And I've told you folks before, the only thing that a politician fears is reelection. They're in it for themselves, unfortunately, for the for the most part, for most of them. And this is why I don't like career politicians. Uh, but. The White House requested a delay, and they and they obliged. And, and I hope the White House knows what they're doing. And the only reason I say that, I have no doubt that the defense is going to put a crushing, crushing closing argument today. I think it's going to be outstanding. Uh, my goodness, Sekulow and, and uh, Pat and, and some of these other ones, their lawyers, they're, they're fantastic. And they know the Constitution. And they are going to be able to spell out in perfect English today, uh, a, a closing argument on on why to acquit President Trump. My fear is that they're trusting the establishment. I don't want Donald Trump to ever rest on his laurels and think that the establishment is on his side because they're not. Um, I, you just can't trust them. They've proven that. And until we see different, um, we need to be cautious about the establishment. And so I, I just – I hope – look, the worst thing that can happen to the Democrats is this acquittal tomorrow, and they know this. So they're, they're going to pull stuff out of their hats, out of their derrieres. I'm trying to be clean. Uh, they're going to be pulling stuff from every direction. There will probably be leaks out today. There's probably going to be leaks out tonight. Uh, don't be surprised if a bombshell happens tonight. Um, they're going to try and do everything to stall the acquittal. Uh, because they would love somehow for this to be now, they would love for it to be dismissed because they don't want the final record to be acquittal. Because despite what what uh, Chuck U. Schumer is, is telling his people and despite what all the Democrats are saying, despite shiftless shift, 
they're out there, and the media, the lamestream media, they're out there telling you and me and everyone in the world that Donald Trump can't be acquitted. They're telling you that he can't be acquitted because new evidence wasn't brought out. Witnesses weren't allowed. So they're trying to dirty up the whole idea of an acquittal. But they know, they know deep down inside that once he's acquitted, history will show acquittal. The only asterisk that's going to be next to Donald Trump's name is going to be acquitted. It'll say impeached, but it'll say acquitted. And what people are going to remember throughout history will be that President Donald Trump was acquitted. That is the worst thing that's gonna ha- that can happen to the Democrats, and they know it. So when they're out there on the media, in the media, and the lamestream media is backing them up and telling you that that oh, this acquittal means nothing. Uh, because they're trying to dirty up and say that that you can't be acquitted if new evidence wasn't brought out. You can't be acquitted because there was no new witnesses. You can't be acquitted uh, because there wasn't a fair trial. All of these things they're saying is just trying to cloud your judgment, trying to cloud your mind. They're trying to dirty the water, so to speak. But they know the history will show. The history books are going to say acquitted. And that's what people are going to remember, and that's what it, the, the history books are going to say. And Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, David, you have every right to be skeptical. But but I'll give you an example. If you just pull up now and ask anybody about the Clinton impeachment, they just remember he wasn't removed. He was acquitted, and that's what people are going to remember. So, okay, folks, I know we're moving fast. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take our first break here. And when we get back, we're going to get into a little bit of the uh, Iowa caucus circus. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Want to give your family, our loved one, the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the TornadoBodyDryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it and you'll love having one in your shower. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is Around Town Movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. This is David Donaldson with the Atlanta Healing Center, conveniently located in Lawrenceville, Georgia. At AHC, your success is our goal. Addiction recovery is about more than just not using. It's about becoming a whole person and addressing all aspects of your physical, psychological, and social needs. Please call us at 770-696-9862, or you can reach us on the web at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. On the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, you are tuned into America's Web Radio. This is on point with Victor. All right, we're going to move on a little bit here. So, so that is basically what's what's happening with this with this acquittal. Uh, 
the White House requested that they do it tomorrow. So today you're going to hear closing arguments. Don't be surprised if there's some kind of an unbelievable leak or, or sudden leak or um, I, if there's a bombshell or anything. So I – I I, uh, I I wouldn't be surprised. So 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 stay tuned for that. Um, tomorrow there will be a vote. There will be a vote for an acquittal, and that'll be tomorrow. And if if everything goes the way it should go, President Donald Trump will be acquitted tomorrow, and the history books are going to take. You know that'll be the asterisk. Um, okay, so. I am sure some of you watched or or maybe tuned in to the Iowa caucus circus last night. Uh, folks, this was a great example of why you don't want the government to have anything to do with your health care. <laughs> I mean, the Democrat Party can't even count heads. They can't even count votes. Uh, how are they going to take care of you and run your health care? I want you Democrats out there that are listening to me, <laughs> listening right now, I want you to really, really listen and, and reflect on this. How do you want to give control over your health care decisions to a bureaucracy that can't count votes? They can't count bodies. Uh, this is also the bureaucracy that couldn't come up with a website to run Obamacare. They couldn't come up with a, a way to stop uh, someone from hacking the Democrat uh, servers. They couldn't come up with a way to elect a, a, a Hillary Clinton who was supposed to just walk right into the office. They couldn't figure out a way to keep her servers private. I, I mean... Do you really want this type of government controlling your health care? I mean, you really need to think about that, and that, that's a discussion we'll have another day. So, But if you're one of those out there, please send me an email, uh, victor at americaswebradio.com. I want to hear how uh, if you really want the government to, to tell you when and when you can't get treatment. Uh, I mean, this is, this is what's coming if we let these socialist Democrats take control. So, uh, so anyway, let's, let's go to the Iowa caucus last night. So, so here we are, the much anticipated and waited, wait, and, and, and talked about, couldn't wait to get here caucus. It arrived yesterday. So you've got these groups in Iowa. Uh, if you don't know how the caucus system works, it's pretty strange. And, and I, and I think the Democrats do it just so they can have a way to meddle, uh, which by the way, um, so there was meddling in the election last night, and the meddling was by the Democrats. The Democrats, yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats meddled in their own Democrat election. <laughs> so uh, uh, this is amazing. Uh, they they meddled in 2016, and now they're meddling in 2020. Um, it, it 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 would be funny were it not so true. Uh, so so we get to the caucus last night, and basically these these caucus. They set up rooms, so there's there's schools and there's different precincts, and these people get together, and 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 in every room there's the Bernie Sanders corner, there's the Warren corner, there's the Buttigieg corner, there's the Biden corner, uh, and, and the Klobuchar corner, and all the supporters come in and they gather in their corner, and if you garner fifteen percent, then you're considered viable. Now I'm I'm paraphrasing all this i'm not giving you all the rules i'm just giving you a generality of basically how this works 
So you get in the corner with your with your your candidate of choice, and if you get the fifteen percent or more, then you're you're considered viable. If you don't make that that toll, then you pretty much got to disperse, and you can either stay with your candidate or you can go to another candidate's, and and you'll beef their numbers. So this goes on, and while this is going on, they take a head count. So once they get down to the final count or the final, everybody's in their corner. Uh, there, there's a head count, and now they came up with this great idea where they developed an app. You know, the tech savvy Democrats. I mean, all of the tech world in San Francisco and California are all big leftists, so you think they'd be able to come up with a with an app that would work? Well, they get this great app, and apparently, it fails. This is the excuse, at least they're putting out right now. So here we are. The day after the Iowa caucuses, the Iowa caucus ended last night, I believe, around 10 o'clock Eastern time, and we still don't have results. They were supposed to have results pretty instantaneously because of this wonderful app uh, of all the head counts, all the, so they would know who won. And there's like three different levels. You win the popular vote, you win the electorals, and you win – you know, there's three different things the way they're doing this. It's a funky system that they got there, and I think they do it on purpose so they can try and choose who they want to be the winner. And and this is a conspiracy talk. I'm just telling you, look, in 2016 or – twenty yeah, in 2016, uh, Hillary Clinton and the DNC basically – we're rigging the system against Bernie Sanders. Everybody knows this. This is not a secret. Bernie Sanders even knew it. And and people ask me all the time, why didn't Bernie do something? Why didn't Bernie fight back? Look, folks, Bernie Sanders has never had a job in his life. He's gotten to be a multimillionaire off the backs of the people of this country. He's only worked in the government sector. Bernie Sanders is not going to fight back up against the, the people who feed him, so to speak. Um, he's not going to fight back because what he wants most of all is his power. He loves the power of being a senator. The only thing better than being a powerful senator is being the president of the United States. So make no mistake. Don't misunderstand me. Bernie Sanders wants to win the presidency. Bernie Sanders thinks that his socialist wave is going to win the presidency. And God help us if he's, if he does. Uh, and, and we need all good Americans to stand up and vote. And this is why you've got to vote in 2020 and you got to vote for Trump. Because we cannot go down the socialist road, and uh, but let me tell you, Sanders wants to be president, but but he, he understands that if he's not, he's not going to fight back if they steal this from him again. Uh, in 2016, Hillary Clinton, it's well known, they rigged the system, and 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 basically was able to push Bernie out of the nomination. Well, here we are in 2020, and the same thing is about to unfold. There, the Democrat Party is in full-on panic mode. They do not want Bernie Sanders to be the nominee, so they're going to do everything to stop him. And they may, they may succeed. But people ask me all the time, why won't he fight back? Well, he's not going to fight back because he doesn't want to lose the power of the Senate. He may not make president, but he can still be a very powerful senator. And so that's why he won't fight back. So, so here we are last night, and folks. I'm going to tell you this. We knew something was up last night when the Des Moines Register, a very trusted polling agency that's in works in conjunction with CNN, when they their la- they always release a last their last poll of the of the of the um, Iowa caucus, the last poll they release it before all the voting takes place. And early yesterday they squashed this poll. 
They would not release and still have not released the results. Now, their excuse is, well, we had a font that was wrong, and we had one person, one person complain that because of the wrong font, they didn't scroll down and they didn't see a, a Buddha judge's name, so they couldn't properly take the poll. This is their excuse for not releasing the results of this poll. I'm here to tell you, they didn't release the, the, the results of the poll because it's not the results they wanted. I have a feeling that that poll showed Bernie Sanders way out in front. And Bernie Sanders already went in yesterday with some, with some steam. I mean, he was, he was on the up. He had the momentum. And if they had to release this poll yesterday, it would have just solidified the upward trajectory that Bernie Sanders was on yesterday. And that is why I'm thinking, now look, I'm not saying this happened. I'm just telling you in my common sense, uh, logical analysis, uh, I would I would put money that CNN and the Des Moines Register they buried this poll because of the results probably showing Bernie Sanders way out in front, and uh, and and now we already have leaks coming out from last night that say Bernie Sanders was the clear victor, uh, and and not by a little, and Buddha Judge is apparently either him or Warren or second. We don't know. But one of those are going to be second. Buddha Judge is out running around telling you that he is the victor, which is pretty smart on his part, um, if you ask me. Uh, but it uh, looks like he's going to either be second or third. Warren will be second or third. So one of them is second and one of them is third. Here's the kicker, folks. Here's the breaking news. Here is what you need to understand. Apparently, and again, I do not know this for sure. I'm only hearing some of the leaks coming out, and, and just this is just some of the contacts that are, are telling people. It looks like Joe Biden, quid pro Joe, could have come in fifth place. That means he would have to finish behind Amy Klobuchar. Do you understand, ladies and gentlemen, what kind of news this is? It's not a surprise to me. I, I honestly now. Well, uh, let me let me rephrase. Um, I didn't. I did not think Bernie. Sand, uh, I'm sorry. Biden would win, but I didn't think he would come in fifth place. And it's very possible he came in fifth place last night. That means he would become behind Klobuchar. Klobuchar, who barely registers in in most any of the poll. I mean, she's not going to be the nominee, folks. And Bernie. Sand, uh, <laughs> uh, Joe Biden. I'm going to have to call him by their nicknames. Quid pro Joe couldn't even mount a fourth or third or second place last night that's what it appears to be okay folks stay right there we're going to our second break here uh we'll we'll be right back this is on point with victor america's way radio the docs for patient care foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. 
Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at EHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Want to give your family or loved one the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the TornadoBodyDryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it and you'll love having one in your shop. Folks, we are back. I told you that'd be a quick break. Um, Folks, I got a treat coming up here. Uh, we're going to deviate a little bit, uh, not too much, but uh, I've got a phone call coming in, and we're going to go to the phones here, and I'm going to bring on my newt. Um, we're going to get to hear from Larry Gauze and get his opinion on the uh, Iowa Circus Caucus last night. Um, Larry Gauze, folks, if you're not familiar with him, uh, he's a good, 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 good friend of mine, and he is, uh, I call him my newt because the information that's in this guy's brain is second to none. So, uh, Larry, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. There you go. Excellent. So, Larry, when I went to the before I went to the next break, uh, the last break, I was talking about how the uh, you know the Democrat Party can't count heads, and apparently they're not as tech savvy as they say they are because they couldn't even get an app to work last night, and all the app had to do was send the the results of the uh, voting. Uh, to the to the precincts heads and and apparently that didn't even happen and and my my theory here is that Biden looks to have possibly maybe come in fifth place. I mean he could have been behind Amy Klobuchar, uh, which would be to me that would be earth shaking news. What say you? Well, I think you're right on that one. I think one two things I take away from this. One is you had the this is why you don't want electronic voting because. It can be hacked. Or it can be, you know, there are all kinds of things that can go down on it. And I think the DNC is kind of behind, or they don't want Bernie to get momentum going into Iowa. Because you go back to a couple of years when you had the Republican primary in caucusing, and was it Rick Santorum was it was the clear winner, but they reported that it was uh, uh, Romney. And then going into New Hampshire, Romney had momentum. Then they came back and corrected after the New Hampshire. Oh, we're sorry. We made a mistake. It was actually Santorum. And he really needed that momentum from Iowa because he put a lot of effort into it, and they took that away from him. And so they don't want Bernie to get momentum, and they're doing what they can to stall because they rely on their donors, and the donors do not want Bernie as far as the big donors, the, the big banks or anything else. Well, Larry, uh, you know, that I, I absolutely agree with that, and, and my assertion is, and I think you're going to agree with me, what the Democrat Party did last night was take away a victory speech. Uh, they they took away the ability of no matter if it were Buttigieg or uh, Warren or Sanders, they took away the opportunity for them to give a victory speech, get that momentum, and run with it to New Hampshire. And the reason why Larry has to be because the guy they want is Biden, and he was going to come out of there a wounded duck. 
And the last thing he needed was for Buttigieg to be declaring victor, for Warren to declare victory, and for, of course, what looks like Bernie Sanders just won pretty big. Well, well, Buttigieg had the had the bump from the Super Bowl because all the halftime show, all anybody's talking about is booty shake this, booty shake that. So he got that <laughs> bump. Oh, that's pretty good. I didn't think about that one. <laughs> um, there was a lot of booty know, shaking going on, Larry. Yeah, I it, must booty admit. Shake this, booty shake, booty shake everywhere. In that. So he got yeah. a bump on that one. I think. You know, you know, Larry. Let me deviate for a second since you mentioned the the, the booty shaking. Um, it was brought to my attention that J Lo is fifty years old. And she was doing some pretty good booty shaking. In fact, I have a guest here who's hiding in the studio who doesn't want to be mentioned, um, who who pointed out to me last night that uh, J Lo was shaking it pretty well and apparently is in pretty good shape. Well, you got personal trainers, nutritionists, or anything else. I mean, everything's taken care of. You got the time. I mean, she looks good. There's no question about it. That's know? true. Not going to support. Not, not going to knock her on that. <laughs> exactly. All right. We, I, I won't even mention uh, Shakira, but um, we'll move on now to what people for the real reason they tune into this show. Um, so, so here we are, Larry. Let me ask you this: I, how do you think uh, Sanders is going to handle this? Because we pretty much know through some leaks that started coming out last night and this, well, early this morning, I actually. Um, that Bernie Sanders looks like he he clearly clearly was the winner last night, and possibly Buttigieg or Warren. One of those are second, and it looks like Biden was fifth. How how do you see Sanders handling this going into New Hampshire, and then how do you see the Biden camp handling this? Well, I think he's going to play the, play he'll play the victim, point out how they're trying to do this again, or at least his supporters will. So I think right now he's kind of walking like. Uh, what's that uh, Larry Davis uh, character just all mad he's going to take him time to recover and I can see that I mean I'd be, I'd be ticked off as well but I think he's going to be uh, in New Hampshire you know don't let them take this out you know you think of the USC you don't want it to go down to a decision you want to knock the person out so don't make it close go make New Hampshire and make it a, a knockout well now let me ask you this I know, I believe Sanders is ahead in New Hampshire, uh, and it's basically his home, let's face it, that's his home territory. Well, yeah, and see, the other thing is they're not talking about, and very little is, is that you have, with the, you had, it wasn't just a Democrat election caucusing on Iowa. You had the Republicans caucus. You had higher turnout in Republicans well, who don't really have anybody. Now, you know, they're going with, they're going with Trump. We know who the nominee is. But they had more people turn out for that. Now, Larry, you're just injecting more common sense into the Common Sense and Logic show that is on point with Victor. Uh, you're not hearing that anywhere, no. by the way. Uh, you know, no turnout. And, and why, yeah. why put so much effort in Iowa when they were the ones who put, who put Obama in the lead? Yeah. You know, well, this and is, it's only three <laughs> electoral votes. This is true. This is true. And But I'll tell you, the what, what, Trump, the, what the Trump team did last night, Larry, was to me – was pretty smart because what they did, they there was no need for them to go in and do what they did last night because no, there's no real challenge to Trump's nomination. But by doing what they did, they showed the number of people that would show up when they know it's a done deal, but they showed up anyway to outnumber the Democrats who are supposed to be, you know, you're being told by CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, right. you're being told that the that they're – they're just jubilant. They can't wait to go vote and the excitement level. But I think we saw last night that's just not the case. Right. And so they don't want – but they don't want to give Trump a victory again. 
Well, so, this is true. And, and that, that's what's going on. They want to focus on, now you had Iowa, Bernie doesn't get a bump. They're going to talk about the impeachment. Trump does State of the Union, and then tomorrow will be the vote to acquit. And they can't give him a victory. I mean, they talk about his polling right now, I think, at 49% as of today from Gallup. And it's like, you know, he has 95% negative coverage. Think how much how much higher it would be if he wasn't constantly on basically every single network but one being you know, bashed. You know, Larry, I actually the last uh, article I read that, that about, you know, if, I can't remember the agency, but they actually honor, they monitor news reporting. It was up to 98% negative. Yeah. 98% negative what you saw on the news with ABC, CBS, NBC, PBS, NPR, CNN, MSNBC was 98% negative. But even on uh, Fox News, they had, you know, Fox News is basically the only one that'll show both sides. I mean, if you watch the shows, they all, they'll bring in a Democrat, they'll bring in a Republican, and they let them duke it out. So there's even negativity on that channel. And so it, it, it's, it's quite amazing. And you're right to point out, imagine how unified this country would be if we could unify behind the good things that are happening or get behind the good things that are happening. And, and if they the, just got reported. If it just got reported, yeah. But imagine, you know, I would have more respect for the Democrats if they were out there going, look, folks, it is a good economy. It's a great economy, but we can do better. And they give me reasons why. But they won't even do that, Larry. They, they, they're trying to convince you that the sky's not blue. They're yeah, trying to they, convince they, you, know, you. You know, with, with like, Bernie, I, I don't agree with anything that he supports or anything else, but he stayed true to his beliefs the whole time. And yeah. why he's still in office, it doesn't make, it just tells you Vermont is nuts, you know, because <laughs> well, he's going with Russia. I mean, you know, people, people look at Russia, and what's the only thing Russia's number one export? Vodka. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. Yep. You know, Larry, I was in Vegas last week, and I ran into some people who, who were from Vermont, and I asked them, I asked, how in the world does Socialist Sanders continue to get reelected? And they just they just dropped their heads and looked and go, oh, we were hoping you wouldn't mention that. And, I mean, it's an embarrassment, but still yet he gets elected. So it's pretty, pretty amazing that they still elect this guy. But, uh, I, you know, Larry, I think when we get to New Hampshire, I think Bernie Sanders is – I think he's on quite the roll, and I think this mess last night is going to backfire on him. I think the news is going to is going to. Here's what they did: instead of letting him have his victory speech last night, and then letting a few days go by before New Hampshire, now we're going to get closer to New Hampshire. The news is going to come out on how big he won and how bad Biden did, and that's going to be right before the vote in New Hampshire. I think it's only going to help Sanders, and if he plays it right and he does his little victim dance, which I'm sure he will. Uh, I think he could win big in New Hampshire. What do you see? You see him winning, and who do you see coming in second, third, and fourth, and fifth? Um, I think he's going to end up end up winning as far as second. Um, I, I think uh, Budajek will will end up doing the probably coming second. Wow, that, that that's quite the shocker because I think he may end up being second in Iowa, and if he does it again in New Hampshire, because. Other than being Sanders' back door, it's also fake Indian Warren's back door. But and, well, see, Budishek always like I like saying it that way too. Budishek, <laughs> <laughs> he um he does a good job of being calm and looking like he's solving a problem, but he never says anything. If you look at the words he uses, he doesn't really say a solution, but he stays calm. It's kind of like Obama, hope and change, and we believe, and it's positive, <laughs> and it's inspiring, and he didn't say anything. Right. 
and that's how he does things. And I think that is going to resonate with people. It's just back with Obama, the hope and change. You look at the record, but look what he stands for. I don't care. He sounds great. You know, and, and I've talked to people that I, I can't believe that they're liberal because I thought for sure they were conservative. And I'm talking on certain things like, like climate change, and they're talking pollution. I said, that's completely different. It doesn't matter. You need to group it together. You can't stick to the facts. And I'm like, how do I argue with you if you're not going to stick with facts? Well, one of the hardest things. I think things- that's what we got with, with, uh, with the, what's going on on the Democrat side. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know as well as I do, one of the hardest things to do is to debate today's Democrat or today's liberal or today's progressive because they get so mad when you ha- you have the audacity to drop facts on them or fact check them. They don't like it and they result to name calling. I had that experience also last week and it was pretty funny. But um, Well, you know, you mentioned something, Larry, that kind of sparked something in my mind here. You know, you, you, you talk about messaging and and that is credit that I will give to Socialist Sanders. Now, I don't agree with him at all on anything because I have too much love for this country for us to go down the socialism road. Uh, but I will give credit where credit is due, and uh, and tell me if you agree with me. But the only person who has a, any iota of a message and sticks to it is Bernie Sanders because just like you said with Booty Shake, he, he, he says a lot of words – but there's no meaning. You know, Warren does the same thing. Biden does the same thing. Um, but the one guy who's out there telling you, well, I, I want to take over your health care. I want to take your guns. I want to do this. I We are going to do this. We're for the working man. We're going to take away from this percentage of people to give to this percentage. Um, he has a message. Well, he, he, his message is, is to be Santa Claus. Yeah, well, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> so and that's it. He goes in, and he's, he's relying on the, the young people who are in universities turning out in his favor. You look at most of his supporters, they're young. Yeah. And because they live in a utopia. When you go to college, it's basically a utopia. You're not worrying about too much thing. You're not seeing the debt yet because you have to pay it back. And you just go to class, and you get a hangout. you got parties and keg parties, and you got football to watch, and everybody's having a good time, and then the real world hasn't hit yet. And he's relying on that. I'm Santa Claus. I'm going to get rid of your debt. I'm going to get rid of that. And yep. then, and they're like, "Yeah, sounds great. Sounds great. I'm for it." And then they don't realize the, real, the reality is someone has to pay for it. Well, Larry, one of the best things that that I you've heard me say before, and all the listeners have heard me say before, uh, if you think healthcare is expensive now, wait till it's free. If you think college is expensive now, wait till it's free. And and if people don't understand what I mean by that. They just need to go look at any other country other than the United States and look and look at how much money they spend on trying to pay for people's education, trying to pay for health care. And when they when they nationalize these things, they, they all they do is create a shortage and they create and then you have to, you know, there you, you have to set up these criteria where you can shut people out. And, and they and, and unfortunately, the truth of that is never told. You know, all we hear is, oh, England's great, or this country's great, or that, and when, when that's just not the truth. And the biggest example, the best example I give people all the time is if socialized medicine were so great, why did the leader of Canada come to this country for heart surgery? Why do the leaders of England come here for major surgeries? If their healthcare care system's so great, why don't they stay there? 
Well, I was going to make that same point. You took the words out of my mouth because that's exactly right. They come here because this is where the innovation is at. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. So, you know, Larry, it's funny you, when you were talking also about the young people and, and things with Sanders. Uh, actually, Larry, hang on a second. We're going to go to our next break. Can you hold on for a few minutes? Absolutely. All right. We're going to go to our next break, folks. You hang tight. We will be right back. This is On Point with Victor. Want to give your family, our loved one, the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the TornadoBodyDryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it and you'll love having one in your shower. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business professionals, business practices, and fascinating individuals to get an insider view of how America works, 10 to 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. I almost preempted my music, and I don't want to do that. I love my music. Uh, all right, we're back, and uh, we've got Larry on the line, who is my Newt Gingrich. Uh, and, folks, I say that because the knowledge that Larry has – look, I've said this before. If I ever run for office, Larry is totally going to go with me all the way to Washington. Uh, right, Larry? Absolutely. And Roger. <laughs> Got to have him here. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you mentioned Roger. He's actually sitting to my right. Uh, he's hiding from the camera on one side. And then on my other side is actually someone who doesn't want to be mentioned. But she she was totally backing up everything you were saying about the colleges and how the students are being told uh, that everything should be for free and they're going to get everything for free. And then they run off and get their free beer. I don't know if they're getting free beer yet, but I'm sure that's coming. Uh, free beer, free condoms, free, I mean, let's just make it all free. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. I remember when I was in college, we had every night, Monday night was a location for a free beer, and we was free tacos, and t- Tuesday was Taco Tuesday and Dollar Drafts and Dollar Margaritas. Where did you go to school? I went to Florida State, but we had, uh, ah, the criminals. you know, the Brown Derby was on one night, uh, Cisco's was Taco Tuesdays, and Wednesdays was Chili's, whatever, three for Man. one. I mean, a, you, had a, you had something, and then you went to Fred's, or not Fred's, it was, uh, I can't remember the place, it was the first, and it uh, was, uh, all, it bust, they called it Bust Your Bladder. All you can, all you can, wow. go to the bathroom. Oh, man, that way, that you doesn't. Did not, those, those plants did not survive. <laughs> I bet they didn't. 
you know, at some point I'll have, I'm going to have to ask uh, Legend Legend Dave how it was in Texas. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we we drank more beer there than we did. Well, they they and do still it. do and still do. I was going to say, I think they uh, still do. You know, that's, we, we, that's, make, we make a rainstorm uh, look like nothing. <laughs> I believe it. By the I way, I want to bring up something uh, while you got Larry on the phone. Um, you know, all of this stuff, and you just breezed past it a second ago. But all of this goes back to 1954, 55, 56, and uh, I had. Uh, an interview on the phone today with someone else that uh, well remembers it, but this was all told to us by Khrushchev and by many others. And Larry, I don't know if you'll agree or not agree with me, but as far as I'm concerned, we're in the middle of the 21st century Cold War, and it's all playing out just like the Russians wanted to. Uh, they have over the years infiltrated our universities. Our university instructors have then taught our high school and middle school instructors what socialism is and how to take over. And Hmm. then they go to rewriting our history and uh, our history books today are, are so jaded that it doesn't even look like American history well, you, anymore. You're absolutely right, Dave. And, Larry, correct me if I'm wrong, was not when Obama was in college and he was fraternizing with with a lot of the communist groups there, was he not told by Bill Ayers that activism isn't the way to get to the White House, that you need to do it from within, you need to play ball with them and then get in? And then, I, and then I, from within? I don't know on that. I do know that what uh, the other person was saying was, is correct that Russia wanted to take over our education system because there was a, there was actual video I watched uh, a couple years ago on it was a Russian spy who defected to the U.S. and the plan was to take over the department the education system and they figured if they can take over the education system they can change one generation hmm. then they would it would take two or three generations before you can get it back to where it was at um, and they were surprised at how quickly they were able to do this. Larry, look at look at what uh, the first tactic that you are taught in the military <laughs> is divide and conquer. And, conquer. Yep. and that's exactly what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. The and it, and it, now it's call, all coming together. And, and that, I'm not that's sure a very that's scary got, thing. You know, that's why you got to kind of get rid of the Department of Education. No, amen to that. Because you centralized it, and they were able to mm-hmm. infiltrate that and rewrite mm-hmm. the textbooks or have just one. They kind of look at one type of textbook goes through all fifty states. Right, you got to you got to change that. Well, look what's happening, um, Larry and, and David, when. When when they feel like they're not getting uh, the results quick enough from from basically centralizing education because of the Department of Education, they come up with this Common Core crap. And the Common Core was just a way to try to infiltrate the infiltrate. I can't even say the infiltrate. word. Infiltrate the uh, the the states so that on the local level they could attack the education and then do it from the central level. Well, well, how as well. long has Common Core been in, in play right now? And they have just shown that the kids are stupider with Common Core now in the Larry, last you know, than they were from ten years ago. Is stupider a word? <laughs> It won't for me. <laughs> no, I think it's called more stupid. <laughs> I'm just kidding you, Larry. But but no, you're you're 100 right. The testing has gotten worse. The scores have gotten worse. Grades or marks, whatever you want to call but, them, have gotten worse. But you, and you've got to look at the teachers. Look at what I mean. 
<laughs> the socialistic teachers in classes, it's, it's criminal. What, it, what they're, it's true. Oh, the government should take care of you from womb to tomb. Yep. And that's well, the responsibility yeah, of the womb, government. From womb to tomb. Well, that's because you look at the fact that the, the government employees, now you look at, you know, take a recession when it happened. You know, I've gone through, I'm old enough now, I've gone through, I think, four or five recessions. And all of them had one thing in common. I don't like them. But the people who work for the government, their pay never changes. I've watched my pay go down because we had a recession in the last recession, and everybody, the, you know, the top tier took a 50% pay cut. And we did it incrementally based on where you were in the level of management. You had solid, but everybody took some, you know, had to have money taken away. But everyone working for the government never saw a decrease in pay at all. If anything, they got a bump by 1% or 2%, and they were unhappy. And it's like, are you kidding me? I'm living without 50% right now because the, the, the head, head guy is not even taking a salary because he's trying to make sure he saves his company. Right. I, you know, I, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's just it's so troubling, Larry. And you, we've talked about this before, um, about these things. But I, I want to – Larry, I know – how much time do you have, Larry? I know you were – got about a minute. Okay. i got to go pick up my daughter from school. Well, just uh, real quick there on the end here, Larry uh, – so your prediction for New Hampshire is, I know Biden is your winner, Booty uh, Shake is I think, I think, a I New think, Hampshire. Uh, Bernie's going to, his people are really going to be even more active, you know, because they're going to be disgruntled, they're going to be mad, and they're going to be out in force okay. to take over in New Hampshire and make sure they turn out and vote. And they're going to get all the young people to vote. Right. I think Booty Shake, I'm just throwing it just because I wanted to say the name. It made me laugh. Yeah, I, no, I like it. I like it. I actually have a, a guest here to my left who is going to remain nameless, um, who was asking me now who was uh, who's Booty Shake. <laughs> and, and for well, those of you, the, yeah, I think it was. Those All of you right, who don't know, uh, hey, you bet, Larry. Thanks a lot, man. Bye. Appreciate it. Um, but those of you out there who don't, I'm, we're referring to uh, Buddha Judge. So Pete Buddha Judge, who was the former mayor of Indiana, <laughs> and as Fred Sanford would say, was uh-uh. um, he uh, he? Well, let's just say he, he's out there running around the trail, and uh, and you know his last name is Buddha Judge. And then there was a lot of booty shaking at the Super Bowl highlight show or halftime show. So now we've nicknamed him. Booty, booty shake. Um, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that at all, at all, at all. But um, we we here at uh, On Point with Victor like to be not so serious all the time. And uh, so, so look, folks, um, as as we're getting down to the wire here, I, I've got plenty more to say, but I've got to bring some breaking news, breaking, breaking news that have just hit the the waves here at America's Web Radio, and I want to be the first to report this. Um, Vladimir Putin, you know, that guy in Russia, he has just released the statement saying that he will release the Democrat Iowa caucus results this afternoon. So have no fear. Uh, Putin over in Russia will release the Iowa caucus results in short due time. (laughs) And, and, uh, you know, I've got some other breaking news also. Apparently, news is coming out that... The chads in Iowa did not hang themselves. <laughs> and those of you out there who are looking at me crazy, like well, they one were of them. well hung. <laughs> now, I didn't say that. <laughs> See, we have fun here in America's Web Radio. So, <laughs> so I have a guest here who will remain nameless and uh, won't get on camera. 
uh, she's looking at me kind of crazy. <laughs> well, you might be able to go to YouTube and see her. That's just a secret. I'm just saying. It may be. Possibly. Possibly if you go to the YouTube Live. I'm just not going to say anything else other than YouTube Live. If you go there, you might see this special guest. <laughs> and uh, so... Basically, folks, those of you out there who can remember back into the Al Gore-Bush race back in Florida, uh, p- people used to vote by punching a card. or punch- There was a piece of paper, and you would punch the Bush or you would punch Gore. And uh, when they had the votes tallied in Florida, there were a lot of – apparently there were some people there who didn't have enough strength to push the hole all the way through, so there were hanging pieces of paper, and they called them – they called them hanging chads. And uh, so that's where we get the chad thing from. And that's why the breaking news out today is the chads did not hang themselves in Iowa, which is a reference to uh, what's that? What, <laughs> to the Epstein story. But uh, we're just not even going to go there right now. But anyway, so so basically, folks, that's what's happened last night. So there, there's a lot of – there is a – Let's just say, for lack of a better word, there's a cons- conspiracy out there that's saying that, that the Democrats are squashing the results. But I do believe they had a problem with the app, and I do believe that they just didn't want a victory speech to be given last night. So, okay, folks, that is it for the show. We, we are going to – I just had something else that Clinton said. Uh, the voting app committed suicide. Uh, all right, folks, we are out of time. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to join us next week. Stay tuned for Locked and Loaded with Roger B. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.